On today's episode of Simplifying Life Through Technology, we sit down with the new president of ProSource, Jim Pierce, and Frank Marengo, the Southeast rep for ProSource. They are going to do some explaining as to why it is good for end users and customers to use a dealer who belong to a buying group and the benefits of a buying group. Welcome to Simplifying Life Through Technology with Sound Vision. Today, we have the pleasure of meeting the new president of ProSource, Jim Pierce, and with him, uh, the rep for the Southeast, Frank Marengo. Big dogs in the house. Jim, Frank, welcome. How are you guys? Fantastic. We are super excited to have you here and learn a little bit about you. So first, for any of our listeners, ProSource is a buying group that is specifically a member-governed non-for-profit buying co-op with more than 550 dealers across the U.S., of which we are one. So Jim, let's just start with you. You are literally the new president. Tell us how the transition works and how that came about. Yeah, it's an interesting story. So I grew up in the business. I grew up in a family business in Denver, Colorado, a company called Ultimate Electronics and uh, started as a single store and we grew up to a billion dollar company. And uh, through that process, my dad actually had the idea of starting a buying group. Did you say a billion with a B? Family business? Oh my gosh. We ended up going public and the whole thing and that model changed. Oh, I didn't know that. Big stores, high touch, five or six quarters. But you know, those days of kind of passed and okay. uh, but in that process uh pro group which is now pro source was created the idea if we share ideas and uh, buy together and work with the vendors in a different way and um was in the stores for many many years and then ended up coming back earning my way back to the office and I uh, worked for Dave Workman who's the current CEO of uh, pro source. And so he taught me my chops at a young age of marketing, merchandising and doing all of that and so it was really, really good. I, at a very early age, I got a lot of executive, uh, you know, kind of uh, experience, and those are fun days. So I'm really glad to be here. It's uh, full circle in my career and in my life, and uh, I've been out on the road for the last three weeks meeting with dealers and uh, really learning to appreciate the entrepreneurial spirit that this uh, group represents. What about you, Frank? You are actually fairly new to the group, right? Within one year, yeah. yes. I have had a blast. This is a great uh, organization, and I get to, to see and, and, and talk to of a whole uh, group of members. And I, you know, just think what you guys are doing is absolutely uh, phenomenal. A little bit about my background. Uh, I did start off like you guys in car audio as well oh, in cool. the late nineties. Um, I don't remember the deck that I sold, but uh, I think I was scared to death. But then uh, out of New Orleans, two thousand five, Katrina hit. Didn't lose my house nor my rental home, so I was lucky. I decided to take my wife and go on an adventure. Moved to Charlotte, didn't know anyone, and figured, hey, you know, they got this AV industry. Want to be a part of it and work for a local member, and then it kind of accelerated. Uh, my career and worked for a manufacturer for 14 years. And at, who was that with? With Klipsch. Oh, uh, yep. And then with also uh, Dino. Oh, you were with Fisher. Are you the one that kicked Fisher out? Uh, who went to tell him? Uh, he was uh, like, it's great. I, I, Mark's the reason we are in ProSource. Mark came here three years ago. We went to McAllister's Deli, a uh, day like this. We were sitting outside and talking about whatever. And he says, How come you guys aren't in ProSource? He goes, Well, hold on. And he picks up the phone and he calls Sherry and he goes, Hey, Sherry, Sound Vision is now a member of ProSource. That's how we got in. So Mark knows we love him. Uh, Mark's done a great job with Origin Acoustics. Um, he is the man. Before we shift, you also have a youngster that's doing presentations now. Is that correct? 
I actually do. I have a, a nine-year-old Faith Marengo. Yep. I, I took her on a sales call with me and uh, she was scared to death. I said to her, I said, listen, you, look, it's the Christmas holidays, you're home. We're going to go do a presentation and you're going to do it. And she goes, an adult's not going to listen to me. I said, if you prepare, they will listen and you'll be able to close more than me. I promise you. So two and a half hours, I had to talk to her about, she lives in a digital world now. And I called my, my member and I said, hey, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to let her do the deal. She's going to do everything. And he had no idea. He didn't do outdoor lighting or any, anything like that. And so she did the presentation and he's like, wow, wow. She knows her, her, her stuff. And so I took a picture of her with, with the member and she was so happy and she you know, I, I might tear up right before the, the meeting. She's like, dad, which outfit should I wear? And I'm like, oh my God, this is, <laughs> this awesome. is what being a dad is about. We often so. say that the best salespeople that we have are the installers because they don't have that air that the customer's defenses are down. That is completely trumped by a nine-year-old little girl. So that's awesome. Awesome. Awesome story. Just because we have all three of our listeners and one is a customer and they don't really know why someone like us might join a buying group. Why do people get into buying groups? What are they in general? Yeah, there's really kind of three legs of the stool when it comes to a buying group. First is financial. We're able to buy things together. And so as a result, we can buy for you know a lesser price and that's good for the dealers and then using customers because we're able to offer great prices of you know on great products. Uh, the second is education and really leveraging the power of the overall group to develop an education um, process that allows our dealers to, you know, send their employees through really robust programs. Uh, we're normally wouldn't be able to do that. That's been very, very successful. And I would say third, maybe the most powerful is the sharing of ideas amongst the membership. That is, uh, those are the exact three things I was hoping you were going to bring up. They are so, well, the latter two, and, and actually we're on the education committee as well. And so we've worked with Dante and Stephanie a lot, and we actually have a whole initiative here with ProSource U. Uh, if you're a dentist, you have to have continuing education. If you're an engineer, no matter what field you're in. And so we not only reinvest as a company, but recognize that it is important to have that continual training. So ProSource has done a monstrous effort. And as important as that is, it is what we talked about getting together and sharing best practices as without a doubt been the biggest game changer since we've been part of the group. You know, uh, dealers and entrepreneurial guys, uh, you can learn things much quicker and avoid mistakes and run a great business and, you know, ultimately deliver, you know, the best experience for your customers. I'm also in a CDA group that I've been in for six years with guys across the country, five of which are ProSource members. So we, from a customer's perspective, we get to provide the best and most efficient, consistent yes. services and products because we vet not only internally, but throughout over 550 dealers. And almost everybody is so eager to share and be completely open and, and go, well, we got this part and that might solve this problem or this software or this eternal practice or because whatever. Able to share ideas and software and everything else to make sure that your customers are taken care of properly. And that could take you years to figure out, or it could take you, you know, months to figure out to put those processes in. So yes. And to avoid the pitfalls that can happen too. So we're very, very thankful for that. What do you see under your new regime? What's coming? What's something cool? Yeah, so I think um, continuing to extend the education into, I'm real interested to begin to talk about how to run a business uh, and getting into 
you know, kind of the financials and HR and, you know, and some of this kind of more advanced education to help the dealers run profitable businesses, you know, new product, you know, categories that we're, you know, talking about getting into. There's commercial businesses that, you know, are, are up and coming. Um, certainly the lighting category, uh, it's amazing what you can do with lighting in the home. And as that business begins to mature from a product standpoint, you know, really uh, evolving our process to expose, you know, our customers to really the magic of lighting in the home. And, and that's another uh, thing that ProSource has helped us so, so much with over the past couple of years. You mentioned lighting and shades. We've done lighting control forever, but lighting design and the fixtures themselves and the, then shading solutions, uh, we like to call them window treatments. We're learning too. Uh, that is this other, one of Zach's favorite words, verticals that now we can branch out. So when 08 happens again, or, or God forbid COVID, something is going to happen. But now one part of the business is weak, whether it's commercial or residential, or whether it's shades or lighting versus audio and video networks or whatever, we just have more things in the bag. It, it's important from a customer's perspective for the longevity of being able to call the initial person who set up the system in their house and they're still around. And uh, so Finding these other verticals is extremely important for longevity for that purpose. Talking about it, your uh, facility here is just amazing. I uh, congratulate you for it. But we were just talking about, you know, collaborating with a guy named Zach, you know, down in Nashville or over in Nashville and uh, discussing how do we take care of our end use customers as they begin to experience the products we put into their house. And, you know, it looks like you've evolved very quickly. And then, you know, also getting into that shade category that, you know, integrating your shades into, you know, your overall network in your home, it's not magic anymore. You know, you can actually have all of your, you know, your house kind of evolve through the day and, you know, adjust shades through the day as the sun comes up and down. And, um, and so I think maturing that part of the business is really important because it's a process to do it correctly. And I think we're all learning together and getting better and better. Yeah. And it's interesting. Uh, what I love about these other verticals is it's true value add in the home. And as you begin to understand and, you know, understand how, much lighting is part of our life. You think about it, lights are on your house all day long and we never really stop and say, wow, okay, I can really change the way my house looks and feels. Sure. So it's really cool. Frank, what are you seeing in your first year? Anything cool around the country that's neat? Well, Anything? Uh, the biggest thing that I've, I've seen members do, and they're, they're just starting to add the lighting aspect well, and just seeing creative designs when I go into the sh their showroom and um, it could be lighting embedded into the wall and just very creative um, ideas that these guys come up with. And this is our industry. We, we were a creative group of, uh, of indi individuals. And so um, it, it's very cool to, to see. And it kind of makes my house look, you know, terrible. So you're a home renovator. So there's always things to do. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So I'm Constantly uh, calling the the manufacturers, hey, well, what if I, you know, blah 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 blah. blah so I need to do this. So um, yeah, it's been uh, great to see the evolution of our industry within the last few years. Well, we're just about to wrap up, but before we do that, Michelle, you always like to ask funny questions. We're each going to ask a funny question, kind of rapid fire. Would you find that you're Beatles, a Beatles fan? Are you a Beatles or are you an Elvis? Between the two. I'm much more of an Elvis fan. I love, you know, kind of country and I know Elvis isn't country, but you know, I love that vibe a little bit more. Um, you know, the Beatles are great, but Elvis for sure is, uh, he just had a magic about him that it's tough to replicate. 
Frank, how about you? I'm going to go with Elvis. And if you could open it up to any band, is Elvis still number My one? favorite band uh, is going to be uh, Pearl Jam. I grew up in that era, so. The whole Seattle movement, all the bands are just like Pearl Jam. Um, That whole movement. That whole movement, I just kind of grab, grab yeah. that data to Mother Love Bone and uh, all those, so. By the way, we we're going to see Toto and Journey. I just saw them on Monday night. Did you really? No kidding. Wow. Funny story, I was down in Atlanta and uh, it was like early evening and I went out for a run and we were staying downtown. So I ran down to the, you know, see the Olympic Park and all these herds of people are headed, you know, towards the stadium. So I asked, I stopped somebody and said, what are you doing? He goes, Journey's playing. That's a good. So I ran up to the uh, ticket counter and I'm like, you got a single in there somewhere? And the lady goes, yeah. So next thing I know, I'm at Journey by myself watching Toto. Oh my God. I'm so psyched. It's one of my Christmas presents from Kristen. There you go. Oh, awesome. We've seen Buffett like 24 times. In fact, in fact, I was just, awesome. we only have a couple of minutes, but I got to tell you, one of my sons wanted to go to Colorado and we asked Sean Hansen about hiking and he told me about Red Rocks. I thought that was in Vegas. Um, I was moved to tears when we saw the place. It, the place is amazing. It should That's be funny. one of the wonders of the world. So I put that on my bucket list. Fast forward a year and Buffett had canceled because of COVID and he was there five months ago. So Kristen and I flew out to Denver and spent five days in Denver and we went and saw Buffett there and we've seen Buffett a lot and it's incredible. Well, I tell you, I grew up 10 minutes from there. I mean, I'm telling you that uh, place to see a concert, there's not a better place in the world. Bands have a little extra energy when they come there because they're standing down there looking up at this and me. I mean, they come with like a little extra pop. Man, Jim, I could not agree with you more. I, Kristen and I both had a great time at Red Rocks, and we agree that the bands definitely bring a little bit more pop there than other places we've seen them. Um, when also with that, I know we've been uh, going a little while, so uh, probably need to wrap this up, but I can't thank you and Frank enough. Uh, we are so appreciative of you coming to our facility and, and checking it out. Uh, we're very excited to be a member of ProSource and all the benefits that uh, that brings that we talked about today. And just uh, can't thank you guys enough. So really appreciate you coming. And Michelle, if you're ready to take us out. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more about Sound Vision at soundvisionlakenorman.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Sound Vision LKN, Instagram, and Facebook.